0: What's oh, our intro here? I'm, um, because baby, yeah.
1: we will be, be loving you, you. till <laughs> we're seventy. <laughs> I like the gaps. You're listening to Bad Dragons. I'm gonna go straight in here and preface this by saying I've had, I'm on, th- I'm running on three hours sleep. Like this isn't an, ex- an excuse, but it is, it is an w- excuse. But I will say I'm gonna back up here.
0: You look, you look, you look unwell. In the nicest way possible, you look quite unwell.
1: I just showered as well. I look so much worse an
0: hour no, ago. No, you look you look like you've been in the sun all day, which I don't know you have been, <laughs> I but I feel like it's affected happened. your brain. Oh, oh well then. I've been you bed. covered in a blanket as well?
1: I'm wearing a
0: nude. I'm trying to take it off because I'm fucking Christ. sweating.
1: One second. <laughs> That's probably it.
0: Giving yourself fucking uh, sweat things. I don't know.
1: Anyway, yeah. Look, Here she is. I'm quick change. Quick change, Brown. Two few layers now, I think let's we'll see how we go yeah no very little sleep and uh, fuck all battery left in my brain so
0: but brain. do you know what
1: here I, I showed up today guys beyond the mental
0: deficiencies uh, I'm a bit hung over your... oh great but just We're only a really smidge. committed to
1: our work today only a smidge and I went for a dip in the sea and it was so windy like the sea just you know when the sea just beats you up and I was just I was ready to start crying <laughs> I love that though I was having I hate it I went,
0: I went down as well I was down to, in Malahide and it was so choppy and I was living my best I life. want nature's float
1: tank I want to put my feet up by my ears and just lie back and look at the sky um, yeah Forget, no I like jumping around. around
0: yeah jumping around and having a laugh I hate it
1: um um mm. but you're grand otherwise yeah I am. sure look it is what it is I'm um yeah, busy, busy few busy weeks, a few busy weeks coming up back in the TV production universe. So Um that's She's expect- working, girl. She oh, can't James. be stopped now. I can't. Yeah. It's a uh, well,
0: Bree Brown goes back to work, it's over for you. It's bitches. over for you bitches.
1: <laughs> we'll see how long it lasts. Um yeah, I'm going back to Dublin tomorrow for God knows how long I'll last. But here we yeah. That was a nice retirement for you wasn't it? Early retirement nice. was so fucking nice. Yeah, <laughs> i missed it already. Um, How are you?
0: I'm grand, yeah. All all good. All things considered, I also to swim today. I got a kind of dodgy looking ticket for potentially being parked illegally, which I still maintain that I wasn't. Well, my two wheels were on the path, so like technically I was, but so many other cars were as well. Did
1: everyone get? And a they ticket? didn't have
0: stickers. Mm. No, this is the thing. It was wh- I parked where you know the last time we went for a swim, I yeah. I literally parked there again. Maybe you're
1: not allowed to block the entrance.
0: Maybe you're not allowed. I wasn't blocking the entrance Or oh, really like
1: We were the last oh, I time. don't know It was just <laughs> sick
0: We were in for oh, I was in for half an hour like Maybe it's You no no can't idea block the entrance In
1: case of like ambulances Or something What fucking ambulance is going to be driving down to the beach? If someone's drowning, they're going to need to get emergency services in there, Fadula. The ambulance isn't going
0: to drive all the way down. It's all steps, Breed. No, but they need to park as close as
1: possible. Yeah, there
0: was still... You have no idea what you're talking about. There was still room, right? Okay. (laughs) Fucking
1: ambulance defender. I was there the last day. If you parked the same place you parked the last day, I'm just saying that could be...
0: Well, you were very quiet deviation. the last day, weren't you? Well, I was when I parked
1: there. I told you to park there, yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. Anyway, I went for a swim. That was nice. Yesterday, I went for a pints and a half hours again. Also nice. Mm.
1: I, I hadn't gone for pints
0: since, um, in a pub since Christmas, I think. There you go. I Happy think. days. Mm. Um, I made dinner on Saturday and like it was grand game tried to make out that it was a lot nicer than it was I was just I was very annoyed though we are literally um, just running through our schedules here <laughs> and I, I got New Zelda up, I mean. and I played I got Zelda I played a bit of that and um, that was it busy week now
1: ahead of me busy man you get me
0: Yep. wasn't yeah. a bit quite literally wasn't a busy man last year because Love Island wasn't a thing but I yeah. am a busy man this year you get me
1: isn't it mad it's been like what has it been a year and a half since we saw Love Island
0: mm-hmm.
1: is it yep fucking hell
0: February? When did it end? Like February 2020? Literally as long as I've been
1: in in retirement. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit embarrassing, isn't it? <laughs> no, um, no, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no. Let's not get into it. I look so flushed. That's what I'm saying. You look... Anyway, we
0: won't get into it. Um Huffy? Yeah, I was just kind of leaning more towards unwell again, but anyway. Um, we see. are... Talking about something that is probably going to alienate a large amount of our audience. But I uh, said we yeah. need to do it because we weren't, we were thinking about doing it as part of a live because I think there's a plenty of material there, definitely. However, we didn't want people to actively walk out of, um, where, where are we playing in? What's the name of the place? Sake, in Dublin? You know, liberty Hall. What's it called? Liberty Hall. We didn't want people to walk out liberty, of Liberty Hall. Um... So I said, let's do today because it is topical as well, and we will have to talk about it somewhere. I it is the it Ed today. Sheeran in the room. Ed Sheeran,
1: yeah, we we are going to anyone that we brought in from the Sugar Babes episode, we are immediately. I'm really sorry. It, so we have to balance I'm it, really, out.
0: and we did, and during Pride and all, yeah,
1: it's not, it's not a good look for well, us. Well, it's breed, not Pride well anymore.
0: Is. Well, well, is it July? It's Pride tomorrow? all month. Yeah, I thought it's not July. July. It's the twenty seventh. <laughs> are you okay? Do you want? I'm calls. more than happy to. Do, I'm more than happy to do this episode on my own. Oh, you stop! Because... You don't really love that. <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up! I would, yeah. Are talking to fucking anyway? It doesn't matter. We're no, I'm good. good I'm hearing. good.
1: I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Oh I'm no, great. honey, I'm good. <laughs>
0: um, We're talking about Ed Sheeran. He's a new song out. Um It's very like uh, a branchy beat. Do you think <laughs> it's dog shit? I actually, so I, I actually. I have a lot of things to say about Edge. Some, some more negative than others. I don't think this song is terrible, but as I said before, the mic started rolling. I actually don't think it really matters because whatever he fucking does now is going to do super, super, super no, well. So you're really
1: oh, he, he makes millions anyway. So my opinion doesn't mean anything. Which, like, if that's the what we're, if that's the attitude now, we might as well stop this podcast right here right now because <laughs> what is the point in having an opinion on things if, uh. If we can. Go on, keep going. I, keep going I, can't with that what, I can't remember what that sentence was supposed to finish like.
0: Uh, funnily enough, though, I actually reviewed uh, his Divide album. Yeah. Uh, in my old place of work. What did you give it? I'm pretty
1: sure I gave it one star out of five. You're deaf. You're actually must be tone deaf or something like.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Divide isn't go. good. I, okay. Which so one I'm is Divide? On.
1: Divide is the third
0: one. Divide is Shape of You and Castle oh, on the okay. Hill. Oh, Castle on the Hill is a bop. Um... I, I I'm annoyed because this this review is so well written I used to write so well but it's also incredibly fucking mean um when Ed Sheeran first clichedly that's not a word but anyway burst onto the scene he was beloved by most I mean what wasn't to love there he was a hard young musician busking on shop street a twinkle in his eye a loop pedal at his feet and a dream in his heart Sheeran was so far removed from the pop star perception that he could have walked past you in the street without batting an eyelid Three albums later, public opinion seems to have seismically shifted and it's hard to pinpoint exactly what caused the development. Oversaturation? A possibility, certainly. Despite abandoning social media for a year to work on his new album Divide, Sheeran has still seemed inescapable. He began the promotional campaign for the album in January, after all. Um, did you know Shape of You was originally
1: meant for Rihanna? I'm in love with the shape of you. Yeah, I could hear that. It's weird though, isn't it, to think that there's an overlap there? mm Shape of You, one of the album's two singles and originally intended
0: for Rihanna, attempts to convey to listeners that he is more than just your average hopeless romantic. No, no, Ed Sheeran also has sex, ladies and gentlemen. Undoubtedly the least stale sounding track. On lyrics alone, it is cringe inducing of nuclear proportions. This is just so mean. I don't want to hear um, about Ed Sheeran having sex. Well, he sings about it an awful lot, so I don't know how you've managed to escape it.
1: I'm in love with The Shape of You.
0: Here's the closing paragraph, and then we'll actually get back to it. Since Sharon loves speaking and mathematical, I'm sorry, terms, are you just read
1: one of your old
0: assignments. Yeah, just having a good old wank here <laughs> to my honour. Uh, let's summarize. Thusly, divide with Justly. his bank balance, multiply, but it's a fraction as enjoyable as his previous efforts due to its divisive and derivative nature. Oh, you'd love that. Oh, oh, so good. What happened to me? I used to be good. Anyway, You're still so good. I, d- I did. I don't have any particularly strong feelings about Cheer now, but I did used to like quite enjoy him. Very much loved the first album. I've seen him twice. I saw him in the three arena off the back of the first album, which was Plus, Mm -hmm. wasn't it? Yep. The second album was Multiply, Multiply. which I also went to.
1: Did I see him again? I've seen him three times. No, I feel like that's it. And never never with you, I don't think. Yeah. When did you see him? I saw him in Crow Park. And I saw him in the three arena twice. Yeah, I didn't see him in Crow Park as a thing. I think I kind of st- stopped. Crow Park, it was actually a whopper gig. I was a massive Ed Sheeran fan though at the start. I Well, I did like, I have fond
0: memories of both of those gigs of them being good. Like, yeah, for I a man with a s- loop pedal, he put on a great yeah, show. Yeah, like the loop pedal and stuff. And I do still think like some of his songs are well written. And I do go back to the thing of like, was it oversaturation? Because I remember even when I heard Shape of You first and the kind of, there were other songs on that album.
1: Was Don't on that album or was Don't on Multiply? Mm-mm-mm. On the Plus album? No, the... Well, Divide. Yeah, was it on Divide? Divide, Divide, Divide. Castle on the Hill, The A-Team, Hardly.
0: No, it was on Multiply, wasn't it? Don't. Just remember...
1: Yeah, oh, she was, was it? She's on Divide, yet. Yeah. Dive, Bloodstream, Galway Girl, Icy Fire. Photograph, perfect. Nancy Mulligan thinking out loud, sing. Shape of you, you need me, I don't need you. You need me, man, I don't need Ooh, you. I don't need you. Every, every well, gig ends with that. Every gig ends with that. I've waxed my ginger hair. And he just leaves it looping and you just walk out to it looping over and over and over like it's probably still on loop in the three you know
0: like I like I did to be honest when the 18 came out right which is obviously his day like mainstream Mm. debut didn't really get it didn't particularly like it it was
1: very scripty wasn't it yeah like listen to Um, this sad story about a person you don't know yeah and like I suppose from like a narrative
0: perspective I was like right okay I can get that but otherwise I was just like okay it's just a song when did, when did that come out? Let me just check that in and compare was it? to like. So yeah, no, Plus came out in 2011. So like.
1: Oh shit.
0: It yeah, might the... have been 2010 that the single came out. Hmm. I'm just trying to think like what else came out in 2011 that we were just like so.
1: Oh, here, let me look it up. Top 40. Do you
0: know what I mean? You look that up just while we talk about the first album. But like. um, I know he'd released stuff before this. Actually, maybe we should go back to his like. Yeah. So he prior to this. first like, like Jagger. Plus, Someone, oh, okay. Someone well. like you,
1: Price Tag, Party Rock Anthem. It was a big year for music. We found love. Price Tag, did I say that? Um,
0: yeah, but I suppose that's very like... Allo Black. Glossy, slick pop. And then you have Ed coming in, like kind of essentially with just the guitar, kind of singing these kind of sad songs. And yeah. I don't know, there's always kind of room every... Generation or probably less, so maybe like every five years for like a, a man with a man with a guitar. You know what it I mean? Was, it just it, it the, just seems there's space made for them in the charts. If you're to even yeah. look at like Louis Capaldi, like I think he's
1: the newest generation of it. Yeah, it's the, uh, it was the eighth um, biggest selling single of 2011. The 18 was.
0: Like I just. Can you no, hear my sister know. laughing? I just, yes, I can. Oh, forgot! Don't the, know if everyone else can. Tell her to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Give me one second.
1: She's playing Fortnite. Queen, I can we like to hear you laughing. Can you
2: stop?
1: <laughs> <laughs> she ignored me. He's
0: released so many EPs it's insane and like I, w- I won't stay too long on this because to be honest I don't I don't know any of them but I re- and I remember the first three arena gig I I went to he played was Little Bird which is off Loose Change which oh is probably his most famous EP yeah but like so if you're okay so what a great he released, song. Yeah. he released The Orange Room in 2005 Ed Sheeran in 2006 Want Some in 2007 You Need Me in 2009 uh, loose change in 2010 which it charted and then he wrote uh, there was another one after that in 2010 later in 2010 called songs I wrote with Amy then he released another one fuck is Amy? Uh, in 2010 <laughs> good question let's find out um, uh, all of the songs were written collaboratively by Ed Sheeran and Amy Wadge don't know Amy Wadge I'm going to be honest um, oh but she oh she's co-written your favourite um, Ed Sheeran song thinking out loud what a time. That was a real moment in our friendship, that song. It really was. Um, so yeah, they were all the extended... He's released so many other since, obviously, but like, let's go back to Plus. So as you said, that was the landscape. It was like very kind of glossy pop. And then you had like, Plus came out, went to number one in the UK, Australia, five in Canada, uh, number one in Ireland, number one in New Zealand, five in the US, um, eight times platinum, like just... I think it's a certified Diamond in Australia. Um, Yeah, eight times platinum in the UK, Diamond in Australia. God, that is just so demented. Like, it was just... And, uh, like, I remember, yeah, I had that album and I really liked all of the other songs on it. I really liked that um Lego House. And obviously yeah. Ron Weasley's in the video. Yeah. What's his name in real life? Rupert Grint? Yes. You Need Me, I Don't Need You. Also, guys. Um. But it's kind of gas because the A-team and You Need Me, the A-team only went to number three and the A- and You Need Me, I Don't Need You only went to number four.
1: Interesting. Can you, sorry, like, stuck I stuck in my I, head now. Can you sing, what does Little Bird go like again? I just remember I love my it. My Little Bird. I don't remember the rest of it, but that's the chorus. Do you know, oh my God, do you know what my favorite Ed Sheeran song is? And it's so, it was also written by Amy Wadge. So underrated. What? Gold Rush. I that, don't know that one. Is that, that one the on, love, blame it on the EPs? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you know how to sing, but you don't know anything other than that. So, baby, you should learn to love like like the way. I'm gonna listen to that all evening.
0: Yeah. What? Uh, what? The other singles from that So we had drunk a good single. Small bump.
1: Yeah. Weird. Weird song. No. But great melody. Yeah, but yeah. <sighs> Uh, Weird that he released it I think Not weird that Not a weird song Weird that he Is like made money off it I think Yeah it's just
0: There's something Like the cover of it is fully Like a pregnant woman stomach. like It's
1: Men are allowed to think about Pregnancy or anything I don't think That's not Yeah It's really not their area
0: Now in fairness though Good for him He around the time of like The Irish abortion referendum Mm. A pro-life campaign Tried to use the song without his permission and then he came out and said um, don't uh, i feel it's important to let you know i have not given approval for this use and it does not reflect what the, what the song is about because it's actually about his his friends a, a, a friend a, yeah his friend had experienced like a stillborn birth or whatever which is like i don't know it is still i don't know give me love what do we think of that where have we what's that going like? on that? Um, give a little time to me Oh, I love the sound that? That melts me.
1: And seek the guitar in that um, actually melts me a little bit inside
0: four million copies worldwide met with generally positive reviews went to number one in the UK Um we are yeah we already mentioned all that uh, highest debut for a British artist first studio album in the US since who in 2009 Adele I don't think you will guess no but a woman but not Adele hmm Reality show Contestant Contestant Sam Bailey? No Jesus please, Lewis. Leave Sam Bailey alone No uh, Not X Factor Hmm
1: Uh Susan Boyle Yeah
0: I Dreamed a Dream Bye. I Dreamed a Dream Bye. In time gone by Um so, yeah, so basically, he he did school in 16. He finished school in 16. He did, did school, school at the in of 16. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. He finished school at the age of 16. And he basically went on, like, got a student grant and started, like, performing at open mics across everywhere. Spent four years performing in the British live scene. When? Who did he meet? Oh. You'll never guess. Is it
1: Niz No. <laughs>
0: Jamie Foxx. <laughs> um, he met Jamie Foxx in Los so Angeles. Close. And, like he's yeah um, and apparently this kind of set him on the path um, Jamie Foxx the fucking dream girls like Jamie Foxx frame it fucking... on the, uh, 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 alcohol what did, I, what did I watch him in it recently? was a one night extravaganza I love Jamie Foxx what a man um, ba- so basically he was like having a rough time spontaneously left for Los Angeles performed a gig in the city um, happened to be the fucking open mic night that apparently one of Fox's people is at and um, so then he performed on his radio show. Um, Jamie Foxx gave him studio time free of charge. Um, and basically it all kind of snowballed from there. Signed to Atlantic uh, Records, was signed to Elton John's management team. Um, that is insane. Is that he owes it all really to Jamie Foxx.
1: No, it's I never, absolutely, I never knew that. Never in a million years would I have guessed his name.
0: Um, in terms of reviews for Plus. Um, it got it uh, an average score sixty seven on Metacritic, which is kind of like Rotten Tomatoes for music. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't um, acknowledge Metacritic. The Guardian, fair enough. The Guardian, <laughs> since when? But okay, The Guardian gave Not it three stars. Uh, Enemy gave it four out of ten. The Observer gave it two. Well, like the Observer only gave it two. The Scotsman gave it two. Um, I wonder, is it on? I think Pitbull? it's a good album. I think it's definitely one of his. It's his- Best album Best. Probably. Yeah. I, I, I think there's some good songs On like Multiply as well I, don't I think, think that's his either.
1: thing though He has like Some really good songs And then some like Tolerable songs On each album Yeah um. So he
0: So Pitchfork have only reviewed Divide And Number 6 Collaborations Project Which was like an, uh, A mixtape In Inverter Grammys That he did in 2019 Divide got 2.8 On Pitchfork Which is no, oh. I cannot wait to read that Review later I'd say it is As unkind as mine um, but yeah, it was kind of like it just fully exploded from there. He toured fucking everywhere, and actually, Gold Rush was uh, was released on the the deluxe version of Plus. Yeah, so the track listing is A Team, Drunk, You and I, Good Song, Grade Eight, Don't Really Care, Wake Me Up, Fine, Small Bump, That's Not This, mm, mm. The City, good Tune, Uh. Give me, oh, he's covered the parking
1: glass. I yes. love. I did
0: really enjoy did it. Did
1: a hidden track. Um, yeah. Fun fact, his granny is pretty much, I feel, she's definitely still alive, is like 10 minutes away from me right now. Max. Oh yeah? Max. Why didn't you get her on the podcast? Max, she's like, I could literally, like, I could I could leave now and be at her house in 10 minutes.
0: You want to hear this for a jump then for Multiply. So Multiply was his second album that was released three years later in 2014. Worldwide, it sold 7.9 million copies. Compared Everyone to like 4 million it. for plus. He went 12 times platinum uh, in Ireland, uh, fucking Britain. Went diamond in Australia again. Like, Multiply just kind of solidified him as that. So this is Tenerife C person. era? No, Tenerife C is divide. Multiply
1: is... So this, oh sorry, uh, this is a Dulux version mult- of his first album.
0: No, this is his second album. Multiply is sing, don't thinking out loud, bloodstream. Yeah, Tenerife photograph. C. No, Tenerife C is on Divide.
1: Ah, oh, no, it's not.
0: Yes, it is. No, it's not. I'm telling you. Oh, it is it? Sorry, yeah, you're actually dead right. <laughs>
1: guess who sang? Guess, yeah, guess who the he, fans go wild. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Someone's screaming at this so, podcast oh, again. Everyone is like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm can You're I just say, actually, I do need to apologize about that. Um, it's Buchanan not butching, and I was fully wrong. There no, was I so mind, I was well, um, <laughs> Pot- uh, mm. um, I do apologize. Um, Potomac, Um I blame the media on that though, because that's where I got my pronunciation of Buchanan. You are, but the anyway, media, baby,
1: every time yeah. you point a finger, there's four pointing back at you.
0: Shut up. And um, so Multiply <laughs> Multiply went to one in 15 different countries. Um, I did remember liking this as well. I remember thinking Sing was weird because obviously it's a Pharrell collab. Mm. And I think that's where, because like obviously there's hip hop influences in the first album and he's kind of never shied away from that. He's always said it's like, as you said, his Loppy and like Eminem he counts them as his influences, and there's like, All right. you know, he's rapping and stuff. Yeah, I know. Like, I mean, it's a, M&M it's a stretch, anyway. bit of a stretch. Yeah, I do don't. You know, if you, if Eminem is one of your influences, like, maybe go back to the drawing board.
1: You know yeah. what I mean? I have such uh, like this. The Tenerife-y, um Thinking Out Loud. There's two other ones that I literally I bought those songs on my iPhone when we were in college, and I used to be able to listen like door to door from my house to like the like DCU. I could listen to the three of them, and they would like they were perfectly timed from from my walk. So every time I hear them now, I'm like back on Shannon Road. Um, I was big into thinking out loud. I really thought that was the best song ever written for a while. Every time you every, played it, <laughs>
0: like every time you when I say, I wish I could transport all of our listeners back to that time. In DCU in my accommodation where Breed would just I would just hear the intro of the chords going <laughs> when your legs so and I I thought I was gonna have a brain bleed at one point because I enjoyed it <laughs> and when I say Breed yeah. I it. I'd be like put on a song and I just hear <laughs> we could be we'd be like deathly over,' we'd be getting ready to go out we'd be like going to boxing training I think or whatever, I have a so video boxing match I think I have get that video. video if you can I think I do it's just
1: Oh, it was So strange. So, because at the start Yeah we both really liked it But then I just kept Like every time I went to put on a song To impress you It was always that
0: I, I think it it's one of joke. the better Like basic bitch Wedding songs In my opinion Yeah Like it's it's less it's, it's I still wouldn't pick it But when I hear other people pick it I'm like yeah fair enough but Do you want to know why it is so good? It's because he fucking um, Plagiarized it From Marvin Gaye As we
1: already know Well Marvin um, Gaye's song isn't that good <laughs> like let's no, that not like, let be need able to go good. it's only good because it's the same as another no, song no, the no, other that's, song isn't
0: that good let's get it on is a good song and that doesn't no, need that doesn't way away from the fact fuck. he copied it let's get it on um, yeah so he basically tried to this has been in court for a while um, and uh, a judge dismissed it this year basically Ed tried to put in a he basically tried to have a lawsuit dismissed there's actually three lawsuits accusing him of lifting the Thinking Out Loud, from Marvin Gaye's 1973 classic, Let's Get It On. Um, US District Judge Ronnie Abrams in Manhattan uh, said, Structured Asset Sales LLC, which owns one-third of Let's Get It On co-writer Ed Townsend Estate, can sue Sheeran, Sony Music Publishing and other defendants over its April 2020 copyright registration for a studio recording of the song. Um Abraham's put the case on hold citing significant overlap with the plaintiff's separate lawsuit against Sheeran over a nineteen seventy-three copyright based only on sheet music for gay's song and filed as a deposit copy.
1: Um so yeah, there you go. Do you, I don't know if like I need maybe I need to listen back to it, but I don't know if it's like if that closely copied to it's to be, pretty to be to be that upset about. But like there's only so many combinations of notes and chords. But I, but that's the thing, though. It's like if you give
0: credit or you acknowledge a sample from it, which he's pretty much flat out refusing to do. Well, maybe he just
1: like came up with a song. I and mean, it, I, like, do you ever wake up and you're like, I just thought of this great fucking lyric no, or actually melody? I very, I very, lyric I ve-
0: or that or that very like, because I'm not fucking Charlie Pooh. Like, no? <laughs> yeah, you wake up with a lyric or I melody, and you're Charlie like,
1: uh, you're like, that sounds great, and then you realise it's from like another song or uh, something you heard in your childhood. Yeah. There was a girl I went to primary school with and she tried to convince me she wrote the song. Um... <laughs> what was the song? <laughs> you could say anything here. I've no, 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 no. It, anyway. it was oh fucking hell, what was the what did it go like? You think about that. I'm like, gonna keep going back Don't to Don't do album. it. When you want to... <laughs> when you wanna go through it, relax. Frankie goes to Hollywood. She was literally eight and she told me she wrote the song. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, you didn't. If you're going to lie,
0: make a big. Make a big, that's what I say.
1: Um, <laughs> like I'd never heard it before. <laughs> uh,
0: so this was, this Thinking Out Loud was his biggest hit in the US. It went to number two until he released Shape of You, which obviously we'll talk about. Um, so then we had Bloodstream, which was like a normal, I say normal track, but then he released it as a single and it was remixed with uh, Rudimental. Um Photograph, Rudy. I think is a good song. And you know who it's about? Nina Nesbitt. Nina Nesbitt, she's fucking great. I love her. Who is she? Make me sad. She is a Scottish singer-songwriter, and she has some great songs, including "Loyal to Me" um, and "The Sun Will Come Up." The seasons will change, Um, but they were together kind of very early in their careers, Um, and a lot of their music is kind of inspired by each other, especially those like early days stuff. And I think they've kind of acknowledged it as much. And I don't know was it just because he got like mega famous and that didn't help. So they dated in twenty twelve, um, for a bit. Um, hang on, I'm just weird. This is very. He wrote another song called like Nina, show. didn't he? Yes. Yeah. So they dated in twenty twelve. Um, he toured with Snow Patrol. uh during the the time they were together then he went on his own tour so they spent a lot of time apart which is why there's a lot of references to like long distance in photograph Mm -hmm. Um, and as you mentioned Nina the song goes oh Nina you should go Nina because I ain't ever coming home Nina won't you oh won't you leave me now I've been living on the road Nina but then again you should know Nina because that's you and me both Nina I don't obviously know the tune Um, speaking about the songs in 2014, Nesbitt said, he warned me it was happening, but I didn't know what was going on the album. I knew there was a song. I'm not really bothered. It was quite a long time ago and it's a good song. I've written quite a few songs about it that are on the Peroxide album. That's her album. And people can probably guess which ones. I'm not going to go into detail about it, but we were both songwriters. So naturally we were going to write songs about each other. It was a long time ago now we've both moved on, which is, I think, very fair. Mm. Um, Nina is very underrated. And if you have not listened to her before, I would highly, highly, highly recommend. Um so... What What other songs were on this? Again, I think this album is good when I look at the track list. I'm like, yeah. But I think this is kind of where because he got so famous, like I think people got annoyed. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Like, why do you think people turned on him? So, Like, was he ever... I think it's hard for us to answer this because clearly we thought he was good at one point or enjoyed his music at one point. Yeah. And now probably less so. But like, where's...
1: Yeah, Where it was, was definitely the, the oversaturation over, like? over like the radio play was too much. And he just kind of is annoying as a person. I think he's got a smug face <laughs> that I think people don't enjoy. Yeah. And I, don't, I don't know. He's he. He was everywhere. He was absolutely everywhere. Um, Yeah. And I think people got sick of seeing him.
0: Do you remember the drama around Don't? No. Don't fuck with my love. It's about Ellie Goulding cheating on him with Ellie yes. Goulding, whatever. Cheating on him with Niall Horan. There's no way that's true. No, like apparently, it, like it is. But so, bit, like, how do we verify that? Um. Oh, he recorded this with Benny Blanco. Then again, Rick Rubin and the two producers came together to produce the final cut. And it was actually originally supposed to be the first single, but they thought uh, the language was a bit too coarse um, for... The What's the out.
1: radio edit for that?
0: Don't, when my love. They just take out the, they just take out the word. No, it's don't, <laughs> with my love. They just don't say anything, I, I think. Um, you're asking me how we know if it's a How can we verify her. that, yeah. So basically, um, so they were rumoured to have dated in 2013, right? There was mm. a photo of them holding hands. I think at the Brits <laughs> was published somewhere. Um, and basically like it says it's obviously very obvious in the lyrics that it's about like having this famous ex um who makes money in the same way aka a fellow singer um who subsequently cheated on him with the friend so i think he was asked about it by billboard um and he said that like they're factual he said it's uh, the the story and don't is 100 true <laughs> i could have gotten nastier there was more shit that i didn't put in um so then in 2015 ellie came out and said that she did date Nile. Um, but she was never in a relationship with Ed. And she said, I did go on a few dates, at night, but I was never in a relationship with Ed. I've absolutely no idea where that came from and why it was turned into such a big thing. I find the idea of Ellie Goulding and Noel, not Noel, not Noel Horgan being together. <laughs> Noel <so> Horgan. <laughs>
1: no,
0: Noel, Noel Horgan. That's his
1: brother who stayed in
0: fucking uh, Um Then he was asked in another interview, um, I think... Oh, sorry. So it was the VMAs that they were photographed holding hands. And he was asked in another interview with this US radio show where he basically said, normal people don't hold hands if they're just friends. Uh, Um, Yeah, I mean, I suppose. Uh, Then I think someone was asked about it by Dan Wooten for The Sun. Uh, And he basically kind of backed away from what he said then. This was Ed. He said, I don't feel it's about anyone anymore. I'm not attached to that. The moment you attach someone to a song, it becomes more difficult to sing every night. Yeah. But then he also did an interview in 20, late 2015, um, where he basically said, Don't is just a song that's close to the bone and definitely opened up a door that I probably shouldn't have opened up. I just won't say who it's about because, I mean, everyone, everyone fucking knows anyway. But like, I just won't say who it's about because it's quite a negative song. And... Um, he then said in a separate interview with the son I got over the anger the moment I wrote the song that's the end of it I'm grateful I could get a song out of it to be honest and he's been seen kind of like partying with Niall and the lads since. so like apparently they're grand now do you, do you know when I hear shit like this and read shit like this and kind of remember and like all this drama around him and yeah. I again I know it's to a lesser degree to the example I'm going to give But you know the way Taylor Swift got such shite for writing songs about boyfriends and like being with people and half the time they were just famous and that's why it got so much bigger like he did he did this essentially as well
2: and like do nothing to
0: i think the going back and forth about as opposed to either being upfront and being like yes this is about a specific situation i was really upset i've written the song i've drawn a line under it now i think of him going tit for tat in the press about it when she was getting grief For like, for cheating, supposedly. Which we will never know, you know? Can I play devil's advocate? Yeah, you always do.
1: Yeah. Um, Do you never just get like... Like, I think when he started out, he was like fully honest about it. And then all people did was ask him about it. And he was probably like, just wanted to shut it down and was like, I don't want to tie anyone to it. I don't want to associate it to anyone. Stop fucking asking me about it. And I think it probably just depended on the... Interview and the mood he was in What his answer was I don't think he's flip flopping intentionally I'd say he's just like Are you seriously still asking me about this This is the bullshit Maybe. I'm going to give you a bullshit well, Yeah but I suppose it is, it is still it. just
0: like It is still just the response that like Taylor got For writing about famous people Because she was a woman Yeah totally Famous people that she Do you know what I mean It's just like I think about that stuff and I'm like mm. I don't
2: know feminism. Anyway this
0: is This is where things went like really really mental for him oh Bloodstream oh, really, is about really Sheeran's mental. experience hear this Bloodstream is about Sheeran's experience of taking MDMA during a friend's wedding party in Ibiza there you go what a mega legend I not
1: know he a, a mega legend, legend.
0: Um, he wrote a lot of these songs with Johnny McDade who is the married Ups, to is Courtney Cox they're not married but they are shagging um, did they not and get married in Derry
1: last year I don't think so I'm nearly sure they did or they're planning to get married in Derry Oh, yeah. No, I think they're engaged. Hang on. I thought
0: that happened. No, they're definitely only just going out. No, they are engaged, though, but they haven't got married. He mm. introduced them as well. Oh. um, Interesting.
1: There's yeah, people. Ed introduced
0: them. That's why he was doing loads of weird shit with Courtney ahead of, like, the, the bad habits drop. We're just hanging out she with her. yeah, he, uh, he had like a video up of her playing the song on the piano, like the yeah. melody before people realised, and they were they did like the routine and stuff. Yeah,
1: that was um, weird. And
0: Johnny is his child's godfather. Um, godfather. Oh. That was a fact I learned against my will um, this week. Uh, Tenerife C is actually about his mom.
1: I love Tenerife C. It's something very like Dermot Kennedy about it.
0: Hmm. Uh these are all just kind of random facts about the rest of the songs, which I don't particularly care about. Yeah, so this album was released. He was fucking everywhere. I've already talked about like the success of it. Um number one everywhere, blah blah blah. Then came uh Divide,
1: mm-hmm. which
0: we you listened to my uh review of this earlier. You're a really well written piece. Really well written, yeah. Divide actually only sold 7.4 million copies worldwide, would you believe? Sorry, I thought I was looking at the album tracks. I'm looking at the fucking
1: set list for the tours. So
0: this came out in 2017. He took like a social media break, which he kind of always does between records. Like it's kind of been not his thing because it's not an unusual thing. But like, yeah. And this, but this one went like Despite not selling as much, this went like number one across the board. So like Australia, UK, Canada, Denmark, France, Germany, Ireland, New Zealand, Sweden, the US. So it sold um, 7.4 million copies worldwide, as I said, 3.6 million in the UK. So same as Multiply. Um, Just like an insane amount. And I think this is kind of where it went over the hill for people. So you remember he released Castle on the Hill and shape of you at the same time but you could hear he released shape of you as like a snapchat filter or something do you remember that and you could hear the song with the snapchat filter oh clever it's like so such a novelty like you'd never fucking hear it now but anyway um so this was released uh january 2017 won grammy award for best pop vocal album at the 60th annual grammys um it is the was the fastest selling Album by a male solo artist and the third highest opening behind Adele's 25 and Oasis's Be Here Now. Um already mentioned that it top the charts in 14 countries. Um all of the tracks on the album. Yeah, I think this is where things got sticky. So all of the tracks in the album reached the top 20 of the UK singles uh chart in the week of the album's release. Uh the dominance of its tracks on the UK chart led to calls for the change on how the single chart is compiled. And the chart company in the UK then introduced new rules which limited like the tracks that were eligible for entry in the top 100 to three per the main artist. Because that was the thing with streaming. So like basically he he broke the charts. And I remember oh, even shit. looking, I remember that there was a tweet that went out like of that day where it was like every single track was like he took up a space. So he had like 68 million Spotify streams in one day, which is a record for any single artist. That's probably been broken now with Olivia Rodrigo and everything like that. Yeah, He'd won billion views uh, for Divide on YouTube. Um, so like, uh, so as of March thirteenth, so what year was this? This was twenty seventeen. Ed Sheeran's divided album accounts for nine of the UK top ten singles, while all of the sixteen tracks on the album are in the top twenty. Uh, basically, because because when they incorporated streams into charts, like it was input, like it was impossible then because they were always going to outweigh like physical sales because people weren't physically buying music anymore and mm-hmm. airplay. Um. So he. Yeah, he basically Tested ruined it, it. I'm trying to find the...
1: Yeah. I'm going to make sure it's like unnecessary. Or not unnecessary, just a bit like redundant.
0: Yeah. Um, this album, Shape of You, was the most streamed song of the last decade with 2.3 billion plays. Sorry about. I don't
1: really love Shape of You. I don't really I love rem- the Divide album, I don't think.
0: I remember hearing it and being like oh I, I like this it's really fresh it's really different for him but it's one of those ones that I think the issue with his music is a lot of like a lot of the stuff where he's kind of trying to be more hip hop and actively trying to be more pop doesn't mm. age well but then yeah. also like you actually look at the lyrics for Shape of You Um, what, is it, what does he talk about in it? Spaghetti Bolognese or something? Or no <laughs> The Sweet and the Sour talk about hours and hours about The Sweet and the Sour and you're like what?
2: Yeah, but what? I, don't think he's,
1: I don't think he's actually talking about Sweet and No he is we talk for hours and hours about the sweet and the sour and how your family is doing okay. It, no, it's about pre- talking about the good and the bad. It's not about no, fucking Chinese no. no, no. Uh, yeah, but, that's, but it is obviously like
0: a double thing or whatever. No, like it's the not. Lyrics, no, because the previous lyrics refer to him getting a takeaway. Like it's fucking nonsense. Of no, course know, it is. It's not,
1: it's not that Chinese
0: literal.
1: It's trying
0: to be clever. It's not that no, literal. Well, it, you're, no, I think it is. I think it's literal and there's also like a figurative like
1: we're talking the sour.
0: It's the, the sweet and the sour. Sure, it's not. We here. talk for
1: hours and hours about sweet and sour. It's not. It's not. I'm telling you right now. It's not. Hang on. Um, oh, comment below, guys. <laughs> it's
0: not. You and you and me are thrifty, so go all you can eat, fill up your bag, and I fill up a plate. We mm-hmm. talk for hours and hours about sweet and sour. I'm telling you right now,
1: it's a double. On Anyone power. who calls sweet and sour is the sweet and the sour.
0: He's, have, he's lucky no won't him <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'd say uh, Labyrinth was a producer on this album as well though Labyrinth Come in <laughs> um, The tour for Divide Was the biggest, most attended and highest grossing
1: tour of all time What was that Labyrinth like, song that everyone loved for ages? <laughs> sunshine No Let the sunshine. shine No Earthquake No
0: Are you thinking one. of the
1: Still don't know my name No it was a sad one That is sad Are you I'm talking about Jealous of the rain Was that him I'm jealous of the rain yeah. I remember oh. being at a pre-drinks In fucking Chinoan Square Or something And that song Kept playing <laughs> over and over <laughs> was like Can we please change the track You are one to talk though As someone who actively <laughs> does.
0: That was such a fucking downer For a pre-drink Yeah I know That is a Jealous of, of the, the rain jealous of the rain Um so sorry castle on the hill not a
1: bad song i love castle on the hill i'm on my way it does sound like um, another song though i'll give you that i can't remember what it is but, but the chords are- oh sorry so, sorry so i
0: talked about him breaking uh the all tracks by Shermer stream 68.7 million times that day with a single shape of you rece- re- receiving 10.12 million streams both also breaking previous records on spotify both records were broken by drake's more life 16 days later Like by the second day of its release, the videos of songs from the album had achieved a cumulative one billion views on YouTube. Like, just to mend it. So this is also the album with Perfect. Barefoot on the grass, I am a British singer. And then he had Beyonce on it being like, barefoot on the grass. Oh yeah. Jay-Z, listen to our favorite song. Um this but then this got better reviews than plus it's like rolling stone gave it four now as i mentioned pitchfork gave it 2.8 out of 10 enemy gave it four stars independent gave four stars guardian gave it two stars i don't think it was worth it um, uh, yeah not good so laura snapes of pitchfork stated considering he is among the most successful songwriters in the world a lot of his lyrics do not even scan Sick Irish. This also obviously controversially had Galway girl on it. Where do you stand on Galway girl?
1: Um, I loved it. No, I did. not I didn't love it when it came out. Like I loved the idea of him be loving that he's Irish. But it's a yeah, shit song, so, and I never want to hear it again. If I never heard it again, I'd be happy enough. So his argument against
0: this, right? So he he is a cultural appropriation. In, no, I don't think we can say that's cultural
1: appropriation, personally, because he is Irish. His dad is literally. From but he's not. No, but like
0: yeah yeah but anyway so he he did this interview the guardian ahead of the release of divide where he talked about like what he kind of wanted divide to be and how he didn't really care not that he didn't care about the success but he kind of he said that divide was going to do he was like the next album isn't going to do anywhere near as well as like divide and like all the previous stuff will do and he's kind of like i'm riding the wave whatever and he kind of wanted it to be something like jamie and rice's o uh, okay. that in my time my in my lifetime is one of the most important records for me i'd love for some kid who in 20 years time is a huge artist to be like wow that album <laughs> um but he kind of went on to talk about All right, Ed. uh he basically had to fight against um the record company to include galway girl um but he was basically like he was just desperate to um he said they were really, really against Galway Girl, the record label, because apparently folk music isn't cool. But there's 400 million people in the world that say they're Irish, even if they're not Irish. You meet them in, Amer- you meet them in America all the time. I'm a quarter Irish and I'm from Donegal. And those type of people are going to fucking love it. My argument was always, well, the Corps sold 20 million records. The label would say, oh, the cores, that was years ago. But I'm who's trying since the chords? There's a huge gap in the market. And I promise you that in two years time, there will be a big folk band that comes up. That's pop. And that will happen as a result of labels being like, oh shit, if he can put a fiddle and an illin pipe on it, then we can try it as well. It's when he says, it's when he says stuff like that, not Shulin. It's when he (laughs) says stuff like that, though, that I'm like, he's so, he's so much more. And maybe he wasn't always, but he's incredibly calculated with how he approaches music, which is another reason why I think people don't like him. And I kind of reference that in my own review. I feel like he tries to make out like that he's like. I I don't know like just like he loves the songs it's for the love of the music blah blah but I very much believe he also views music as a business and like he's trying to make as much money as possible and be as successful as possible and do I think that's a bad thing? No but I think it's I think it's the lack of transparency around that that grates people and also shut the fuck up about the chorus do not compare yourself to the chorus did you write Summer Sunshine? No, no come back to me when best you do song i you won't Um.
1: Uh, yeah I can't, can't wait to do
0: the chorus episode uh,
1: yeah I think you're right in what you're saying. I'm completely lost the train of thought. No, give you a second. I was completely right in what I was saying. That. Um, no, that he like every nearly like with every single he releases, it's like he's trying to tap into a different genre of music because he's trying to find like what will sell the best for him. Like, I don't think he's being he, he's not being like authentic in like, this is the music I want to make. It's like, what music can I write that will sell and make me money?
0: Yeah, and like, in fairness, like he was writing songs long before this for like Robbie Williams and stuff and all that kind of crap. But even as, exactly as you say, if you even look at that like number six collaborations project where he did all, it was like, he did songs with everyone, but he did, it was like, he had Cardi B and he had Camille Cabello on the song. And then he did one with Khalid and uh, the other one that he did with like Chance the Rapper and um, the other guy whose name I can't remember. Like it was just all... And just even marketing it as a mixtape. I was like, you know exactly what you're doing here. And I don't really think it it's right with me. Like. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was just like, he kind of goes, this interview is a good read. If anyone's just like kind of curious as to how, uh, how he kind of ascended and everything. It's in the Guardian. Um, And uh, he was the first artist to ever play the venue completely solo. Just him and his guitar and his loop pedal on stage. This is Wembley Stadium. Um, Basically said he was really struggling, struggling like mentally and stuff with the success. Um, So again, he kind of plugged out, but then he did... um, Supermarket Flowers is also such a fucking terrible song and it's on that album. So he released an EP in that time that was the Spotify singles. But then after that, I think was the number six collaborations project. Let me bring it up here. Um, which I did not care for and I did not really listen to it. so this was 2019 and as I said it was like marketed as a mixtape um, oh sorry I actually completely missed this so he released another EP in 2011 called The Number 5 uh, Collaborations Project okay. fifth to 5 EPs he recorded with the hope of being signed by a record label sorry so this oh, was shit. like the last EP released Um, sorry this is so funny when you read this this was the last EP, EP before Plus Sheeran wanted each song to act as a musical And try to avoid lyrics about women Like look how well that went for him But anyway Anyway so then he released Number 6 collaborations project in 2019 And as I mentioned he had like It was very very hip hop It was like oh sorry he did This was I Don't Care with Bieber as well And this was like kind of Bieber's Oh yeah Come, come back after the comeback You know what I mean mm. So it was Justin Bieber, Camille Cabello, Travis Scott, Eminem 50 Cent, Cardi B, Young Thug, Skrillex, Bruno Mars Stormzy, Jay, Hoss, Dave, like it's just take me back to London with Stormzy. Oh my God, this again went to number one in the UK, number one in the US, nominated for best pop vocal again at the Grammys. So the singles for that were I don't care, which is fine. It's not good, like I think you'd agree. I don't care when oh, when yeah. my baby. Yeah, I like that. Mac, Max Martin worked on this album as well. Uh, the second the second single was Cross Me, which I actually think I do quite like a lot. If you cross her.
1: He then you cross me, yeah.
0: No matter is gonna like, yeah. say beautiful people, which I fucking hate, because again, it's like beautiful people, Trapped up. Oh, I'm so I'm above the money, I'm above the fame, I'm just like you. I'm a normal uh, guy at a big Hollywood. No, you're event. fucking not. I'm just no, a fucking normal not. Yeah, guy you, at a Hollywood yeah event. I don't, I don't do drugs, even though like you literally the song like I'm not gonna do coke in the bathroom. Okay, but you literally wrote a song about doing MDMA, which is out. Are you a Mega Legend or are you not? Like, yeah,
1: on. yeah. Come on, are you with come us on or now or Are you against come them? on?
0: Um, blow That's a song That I do not remember
1: Do you remember that? The Best part of me blow. Good song we, should, we need
0: We need to A Kesha episode And then South of the Border Is that fucking horrible Like again Trying to tap into Like that just Kind of, of resurgence of
1: me. Like Latin, Latin Yeah And yeah, like, fuck off Ed You're literally Ginger From Wexford like. Do you know Like it's
0: just That didn't That didn't really sit right With me to be honest Um uh, before I was signed in 2011, I made an EP called Number Five Collaborations Project. Since then, I've always wanted to do another. So I started number six on my laptop when I was on tour last year. I'm a huge fan of all the artists I've collaborated with and uh, it's been a
1: lot of fun to make. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, middle. I think the thing is that pe- now I, I know what pe- people are annoyed by. And it's the fact that he keeps trying to he keeps acting like he's just that fucking busker with the guitar young lad. Even though he's like sitting in his mansion with his millions, with all his famous friends. But he's still mm. being like, oh, you know, I just made it on my laptop, you know, like I'm just a normal guy. Or like, uh, yeah, you probably were at the start, but now like you've gone so far beyond that. You're not a normal guy anymore. You're not, re- you're not, uh, uh, you're hard to relate to. What is it? What's the word? Unrelatable. You're Unrelatable. Michael Craig of The Observer
0: called the record a hodgepodge of genres and guests, a laser-guided exercise in streaming monopoly, a credibility by Osmosis playlist primed for summer dominance. And I think that's a much more articulate and smarter way of saying everything that we were trying to say there. I just feel like he's trying to be across all genres. Yeah, he wants to be everywhere. He wants to be all things to all people. Which I just... I don't know. And then, obviously, we have the upcoming record, which I think is called Bad Habits? Is it? I don't think there's been a name released yet. So this is the fifth studio album and Bad Habits is the lead single off it. Um, oh, Jesus, do you know who else is after soon him over a song? Who? TLC. For which song? Shape of You. No Scrubs.
1: Ah, that's a stretch, I think.
0: He settled, oh my God, oh. Sheeran settled out of Cork in 2017, out of Cork, <laughs> out, out of Cork. <laughs> well, they did settle outside of Cork as well. In 2017, Sheeran settled out of Cork over claims his song Photograph as a note for no copy of the chorus in, you are never going to guess the song. You are never going to guess because you won't know it, but like. Well then, how? why are you making me guess? Amazing by X Factor UK winner, Mac Arden. Imagine settling
1: out of court with, with the Matt, Matt Card- Cardle. Well yeah, I'd say Matt Cardle just wanted a handshake and a twenty euro note. Oh, I'd say he got more. <laughs> I'd say he got well more than that. I'd say Matt Cardle is fucking crazy. Matt Cardle just wanted a new hat or something. But
0: yeah, but would you not be a bit embarrassed, like? Um talk to me about his sorry, I just realized it's we're fifty two minutes in and I've absolutely monopolized. No, you really this carried this episode.
1: episode and I really appreciated it.
0: But talk to uh, me about I because I do have some Cherry. other small things to say about yeah. Let's talk about Cherry. Let's talk about the baby because I have a couple of other things, a couple of other reasons why I don't like him, but are more turned <laughs> into his um his personal life.
1: Um. Yep. So since July 2015, he's been going out with childhood friend or in a relationship with childhood friend and former secondary school classmate Cherry Seaborn. Um. They announced their engagement in January 2018 and were married a year later. She is the inspiration for the song "Perfect." He took a break around this time, didn't he? Like he was nowhere to be seen. He'd kind of disappeared and came back, and he had like a woman and a baby on the way, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um. So Pretty in much. August 2020, they announced that they were expecting their first child, and two weeks later, um, he announced that Cherry had given birth to a baby girl, and they named her Lyra. It's Lyra, or Lyra, 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 uh, Lyra Antarctica Seaborn Sheeran. Do you want to know why she's called fucking Antarctica? Here's another yeah, thing here's I learned against My will.
0: Uh, they shagged in Antarctica, and that's where the child was conceived.
1: And oh, he admitted I that hate when people do in that in a
0: fucking radio interview. Like
1: that was like, just been, that's a weird less. place to shag. Say
0: less. You're um, you're Ed Sheeran. You don't need to be doling out these fucking personal tidbits. Like you're going to sell a million records anyway. Was his honeymoon
1: in Antarctica or what? Like,
0: No, like he basically said that it was a place that they always wanted to go and it was kind of during their break. They shagged there and then they came back and fucking Charlie was pregnant.
1: Uh, Antarctica Seaborn sounds like a cool explorer name though so she does have that option if she wanted to drop the Lyra Sheeran thing. Lyra yeah, Sheeran is also a gal you'd go for points with probably. <laughs> Yeah, it's
0: just something we wanted to have in her name. I know people see it as a weird thing, but like, I mean, it's less about where she was made and more about it being special. I just wanted to have a connection to it. I understand it's like awkward for kids to grow up and then she'll watch this interview and be like, ew, yeah,
1: yeah, but why, you it? Like, why do you need to, I don't think people really care about middle names. I don't know why you'd have to tell everyone that was her middle name if you wanted to, if you wanted to put it on the birth cert and have a nice connection to Antarctica, yeah, fucking go for it. But why are you telling people, why are you telling everyone? Nobody cares. Well, no. The
2: thing is, like,
1: no. The thing is, like, I'm sure people asked is the thing because,
0: like, that's how media works. It's like, why did you? What? That's an unusual name. Whatever, blah blah. But literally, all you have to do is be like, we went there. We had a nice time. We're obsessed. Or just be like, like, we called her
1: Lyra. This is a baby.
0: Isn't she lovely? Move on. Yeah,
1: Ed has to go fucking. It Ten miles an hour as yeah. well.
0: I shagged on an iceberg, and then my wife got
1: pregnant. Okay, yeah. what am I going to? What are you
0: doing about global warming? Warming is this. A, yeah. This is getting a
1: bit hateful. I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, let, maybe let's throw it back in. Um, I just realised my face is red. I got to read that so rash. <laughs> so he has a record labour as well. <laughs> Do you man records? Can you guess who's uh, who he signed? Jamie Lawson, 100%. I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting that answer though. Every, it's correct.
1: Every fucking time I've been to see Ed Sheeran, Jamie Lawson comes out and sings that fucking song and depresses everyone which, into like, Sorry,
0: which it had like kind of a resurgence on the charts. Not recently, but like again, around it's this time TikTok. that he signed to gender. No, I don't think, no, it wasn't a TikTok. But like around this time that he was supporting, it went to like number... Him or, and Gavin or, like, James. To,
1: I couldn't escape them for about three it years. went
0: it's like charted again but like he released that fucking years ago and like it went somewhere in Ireland before I don't know I found that whole thing strange yeah
1: Um,
0: Maisie Peters she's actually good she signed with it this year I do think she's good Foy Vance is also signed to the record label Um, he is a bar in Notting Hill called uh, Bertie Blossoms named after Cherry Seaborn Um, he was obviously in how is that named um, after Cherry
1: Seaborn I don't know Cherry Blossoms yeah
0: um he has appeared in Home and Away, yep. Shortland Game of Street, Thrones. Game of Thrones. Uh, he was in yesterday. an ad for Heinz Tomato Ketchup. He was also in yesterday, yes,
1: absolutely. Um I hate when he acts. I really do. Yeah, but that's just another not, thing I'm like Because He 'cause he doesn't act like it's not like fucking he's I'm playing just say himself. Jared Leto or something, but like yeah, he literally comes in and he's like, it's cheering on a beach in Australia. And it's like, uh who cares? um he's having war with his
0: neighbors at the minute have you heard this no um so basically he like so he there was a dispute a a while ago because I think he like hadn't applied for planning for stuff and was like building on about building a pond on his like he's a big estate in is it Surrey I think or Suffolk yeah it's a 3.7 million estate uh near to Framlingham in Suffolk how is he only thirty? He seems like he's older. Oh, that makes me so sad. Um, he basically put in planning to build a wildlife band, and the neighbors uh, objected to it because it was. It, they said it was a swimming pool, right? Um, and they were like, he was because there was like a ladder into it and stuff." And if you look at it, it does, it does look like a swimming pool. I'm going to be honest. If you were to look at the photos, and what, what's um, the difference? Like added steps and a jetty in the event of maintenance and. Uh, maintenance and what is it else here? like cleaning maintenance and emergency neighbor andrew catty wrote to the council arguing what was initially a wildlife pond has become a recreational swimming pool now with the addition of steps handrail and jetty i'm a huge supporter of the creation of ecosystems especially when it comes to huge ponds and wetlands what Same. are you a huge fan of of oh, ecosystems and i just can't get enough i am a huge um, supporter of wetlands yes absolutely um Uh, but there was like fire services were called to his gaff back in January of what year was this? Like 20, there was like a fire broke out in 2019. Um, But he's kind of in another row with them now because he's building this like wooden gazebo that apparently again, he doesn't have planning permission for, but he kind of, he spoke about it this week um, and he basically told people to mind mind their own business. Apparently he was on about naming the estate Sheeranville So someone asked him about this and he said, I didn't name it Chirinville. I actually tried to change the name of it to the Shire because I love The Hobbit, but it got denied.
2: He said, do you know the...
0: He said, the craziest planning dispute for me is the lake that I had dug. Well, it's essentially a pond that... I can show you pictures of it. It is, it is gray filled with t- <laughs> tadpoles. <laughs> I can't speak today. It's filled with tadpoles. You don't want to mix those up. <laughs> he said, it's not a swimming pool. There's no filter system. It's naturally cleaned itself with plants that are in it. There's a big thing about like wildlife and newts and blah, blah, blah. Before it was there, it was a plough field. So there's way more wildlife now. Uh, now, basically, fourteen thousand trees there were planted, which is great for the environment. There's loads of animals. We let the meadow grow up. I just think people need to mind their own business. I'd say he's a fucking nightmare to live near.
1: Yeah, like I'd That's say what I mean. you're not like normal Joe Soap anymore, Ed. When you're trying to name your land Sheeranville, That's yeah, like I just from Shrek.
0: Where do we stand? Where do we stand on him overall?
1: Listen, fair play to him. He's doing great, but I, I like, I've really lost interest big time. His songs don't appeal to me anymore. And I don't really care much for his personal life either. (laughs) That's very harsh.
0: I just, I think he's, he's fascinating in a way, but that in a way that I don't find pleasant. Like, I Mm. feel like it's kind of morbid. Like I can't look away from, again, in terms of how successful this is going to be. Or maybe it won't be, you know what I mean? Maybe this will be where the tide really fucking turns on it because the reviews for Bad Habits have been like so bad so far.
1: Yeah, um, it's only average. It's probably a grower,
0: growing out of shore. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I'd be very interested to hear from maybe people who still consider themselves like big Ed Sheeran fans. I would be keen to know why. Please DM us on Instagram, and we can we'll have, let's have an open discussion about this. Um, zero judgment, because as I said, like I do, I do think he's a good songwriter. Like he wrote a fuckload of the One Direction stuff. Yeah, like some of the like
1: some you of know, the He is that he's capable of writing good songs. He's definitely capable of writing good songs. He's just too too all over the place with his genres. Personally. Do you know he wrote a
0: song for Ed, for not hit because he is Ed Sheeran He wrote a song for Jesse Ware that was really good. Uh, say you love me, say you love me, and um, but apparently her mom hates it. I just saw an article about here. My mom hates the song I wrote without cheering. Um, unlucky. There you go. Uh.
1: Would you like some mini bandwagons?
0: Oh, sorry. Yeah, she wrote. No, sorry. This is a different song. She wrote a song called Sam about her husband, Sam Burroughs. And her mom hates it. So there you go. It's not my mom's fave. I'm not going to lie. She prefers Selfish Love, I think. But my husband loves it. I kind of thought maybe it would be a bit of a Marmite song. People would like because it's so personal. But I realized that it's resonated with a lot of people. And, you know, I was happy. If it had just been a song for my Sam, then that would have been okay too. I do want so many Um And please, I'm genuinely serious. Let's have an open dialogue about Ed and about why you do or don't like him. Okay, well, when those DMs uh, start coming in,
1: don't oh, be, deal don't with be them fuming, as a, don't be fuming. As a,
0: social, as a social media manager. Yeah, but you, you need to say it in a respectful way that makes sense. You need to make a good argument, okay? That's all I'm saying. We've made a decent argument here against why we don't like him. Why we do, why we don't. So mm-hmm. come okay. up to the table.
1: Mini bandwagons, breed. Mini bandwagons, first one, right? This is not like a like. This is not a revolutionary mini bandwagon. It's something that I've been meaning to try for a while. Are all the rest
0: of them? Uh, all the rest of them have been, have they?
1: Shut up. Um. So this <laughs> is like not like this isn't news to anyone, but I have finally confirmed it for myself. I bought Amy Connolly's uh second skin, the sculpted by Amy Connolly. Incredible second In- skin. Incredible. So good. and oh my god, every absolutely every person I saw trying it online said it was class. So I had to go find out. And as someone who doesn't really wear foundation, I really like to wear tinted moisturizers and stuff. You especially should get tinted glow.
2: Especially tint and in the summer. Is...
1: Yeah, I didn't know the difference. And then I got that just to try. But it's, oh my God, so good. And I have like pigmented enough shitty skin. And it made me look class. I would recommend if you're on the fence. Tinted um, glow is more... Every lighter day.
0: coverage, but um,
1: yeah. Okay, yeah, I might get that as well. And um, I'm I'm the bases by all as well stuff.
0: are divine. No, I'm everything I've tried. I'm like, because I not halfway, but like you know when you see something so hyped, you're like, mm. it can't it can't all be that good? Like what is everyone talking about? And then I tried the the beauty base as well, the normal beauty base. There's one yeah. that comes in pearl. I haven't tried that, and it's just incredible. It's so good. I have the, I want to try the
1: concealers as well. I have the. Liquid blush and liquid highlighters and their
0: class. I'm dying to try Yeah, apparently they're as good as Charlotte Tilbury. And what so I got them deeper. instead.
1: Yeah, much and cheaper and better definitely. packaging.
0: Yeah. Um, she's a new collection coming out soon with Tar Makeup. So keep an eye out for that. Watch the space, guys. Watch the space, girls. Watch the space. Yeah
1: I have not watched this yet, but everyone seems to be talking about, it and it's back for season two. Love Victor. Have you seen it? No. It's on Disney Plus. Um, I have a description here. One sec. The music Stephen, seems very good. Our good friend Stephen Byrne talking about it on the radio yesterday. I think he was interviewing one of the actors and it just seems like a very good series. It got 95% on Rotten Tomatoes, if that sways you. It's definitely swayed me. Um, So it's set in the world of the movie Love, Simon. Um, but it's a different guy. But it's a different guy. It's about a, cl- a closeted... Oh no wait, hang on. Is Love, Simon, about a closeted gay teenager who is forced to come out after being blackmailed? One of what? them is. Anyway. um, Yeah, it's a series about the, set in the same world. It's supposed to be very good. I will watch it and report back. Um, They're on Disney Plus now. Great. Well, t- thanks for recommending it. Like, anyway. Yeah, I listen, I, I, I can't recommend fucking Parks and Rec or... But you like, can yeah if you want Oh I like, will That's what I'm watching You should watch that I'm halfway through Molly's Game as well I'm going back to watch The end of that tonight Oh Molly's Game is so fucking good Every movie I've picked In the last two weeks Has been two to two and a half hours long I'm like you, know you know the Michael The Michael
0: out. Sarah guy That's based on Tobey Maguire Yeah yeah Demented Tobey Maguire I believe it Unfortunate ticket
1: Also this is not funny Just to preface that Like a little, little disclaimer Not funny But have you seen that clip From the Tour de France stage 1 I have, yeah. <sighs> like, why'd you say be, it
0: if you're... It, that would be like, me. That would be me. With the sign or falling over? But probably either. And imagine no you're basically... after training for that long though. But What the fuck did it say on your one sign? Sorry, Alley, can I also say Alley something? Well? When we were trying to plan this episode, Brie turned around and goes, would we get an hour out of the Tour de France?
1: <laughs> I was with Mark and I was like, do you actually think we get an hour in the Tour de France? He goes, yeah, you could talk about Lance Armstrong. And I was like, he kinda talked me into it being a great idea. And then I text Luna, and she just was like, absolutely not.
0: That's it. Like Lance Armstrong's a separate episode and also we're not doing that. But
1: Yeah, was well, it's not very on brand for us. But yeah, so what the, happened? Yeah, there's a clip doing the rounds where basically it's the very start of the Tour de France, stage one, very fucking start of the race. And there's a person standing on the sidelines. They have a big cardboard sign. It says Allee something. And it, the sign is like they're turning, so they have their back to the race. They're trying to get the sign onto the ca- like on the telly or like to the cameras. And one of the cyclists comes up and hits off the sign and falls off their bike. Like, how did that happen? First of all, but, it but it's, caused like, this domino effect oh, between all the so other cyclists. Bad. So many people are really, really badly injured. Like, if you have you seen the injury list? People no, have, like I... dis- dislocated limbs, stitches, head injuries, broken arms, broken shoulder was like really there are people are really really hurt i hope because... that i hope that
0: person is arrested genuinely she needs but to be like, arrested.
1: but th- i don't know if it's it's not their fault obviously because it was an accident but like
0: who no, laid out the course no, that way no no what she deliberately stepped in front of them like no she didn't yes she did
1: mm. no yes she did no she had she didn't even see them coming she had her back to them uh, no, Watch I don't it again like, I don't think it was deliberate I think it was an accident
0: I I, Sorry I don't think she deliberately Set out to injure people But like She stood Like I just don't understand How you couldn't under, See that that was coming Or that was going to happen Like
1: Yeah Anyway Like surely
0: you would have hurt Do you know what I mean It's just Anyway Fuck her I just, Sorry I am annoyed about that though Like it's just
1: yeah, it's it's a real shit show. How is that a mini bandwagon though? Because I just in, saw in, it watching. all over the, in, <laughs> in the internet today, and I didn't know a I didn't know third. Well, thing.
0: Uh, thanks, <laughs> thanks for giving context. Because thanks for giving context, to listeners. Because you know what, people's imagination run away with them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the tour de France is a bandwagon. If you're watching, the tour de France is on.
1: Are you watching? Let us know. Yeah, there you go.
2: Great, I it
0: work. Great, great, great. You sure did. Um, um this is t-shirts? your. Absolute last chance to get our t-shirts uh from Dune our latest Pride Collab. Um, all profits going to LGBT Ireland, you have until the 30th. So you need to go and get them from Dundevale.com. Yeah, no near um, message. A choice of choice of three t-shirts. You've heard this all before now at this point. Um, three different little slogans. Um, and the quality is really good and they're really nice. So yep. once they're gone, they're gone. We're never making these t-shirts again with this uh slogan. So Get them while they're hot. Oh, my bike just fell over. You oh, see I hate that.
1: Um, I need to hold it
0: up. The duct tape is not holding up. Uh, this
1: podcast has been produced by Collaborative Studios. Yep. Uh, we are on social media, at Bandwagons Podcast everywhere. You can rate, review, subscribe on all the channels, listen to all our older episodes, our whole back catalogue on Spotify. Um, leave us a review, but only if it's nice. Send us a DM if you want to talk. We're here. <laughs> um, mm. If you have any suggestions for episodes that aren't Lance Armstrong or the cores, please do let us know. We are, we always, are absolutely doing the cores. We mouth. are always looking for episode suggestions. Always. We might not do them, but we're always looking for suggestions. Um, yeah. We are doing something for the Patreon this week. Are we maybe a uh, cheeky. Off we're doing the wagon? a movie. or oh, yeah, yeah. We're doing off the wagon. Is my um, mic
0: recording anymore? Yeah. Can you hear me? I feel like my yes. like, hello,
1: yes, I can hello. Be- hello. Yes.
0: The, the my my waves aren't changing for me. I can hear you loud and clear. Okay, fine. Okay, can shaking me. That's fine. Um, we are on a little two week break from next week, but you will have episodes from us, but they are from the old Patreon back catalogue. So if you like what you hear, maybe consider signing up to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash bandwagons. Yeah, um, we're taking we're our We're telling you what they are there'll be a nice little surprise. Yeah, we've guys we've never actually taken a full break. So, um we're going to enjoy support it. us in this. Support us in this. Um they're good episodes and they're good you... and evergreen. You will enjoy them. The patrons know. The patrons love this content. Okay? Patrons, they know what's up.
1: Yeah. And if you're on Patreon, um, you will be getting new content as usual. There's no break with Patreon. The fun don't stop yeah. at the, the Patreon. Fun shop. don't
0: stop. Um we will Well we won't physically See you next week But we will You'll hear our voices Next week You'll hear our voices And we will see you In two weeks time
1: Goodbye. Goodbye Goodbye